Oh, I also had it. I had it confirmed last night uh, by someone who's actually playing the expansion. The there is a logical. There, the, it is true that uh, in fourteen there is a there is a storyline or there there is a major story beat that says that gun blades were first and then guns happened. Yep, that was I, the. Yep. It's not quite that. It's a bit different than that, but it is a similar thing to that. But they were na- they were not like the guns were named after gun blades, not the other way around. Yeah, so they yeah. weren't called guns. There were like the, there was the the civilization that had the gun blades, yeah, and then they got invaded by Gar- the Garlean Empire, like the big baddies who had actual guns, right? And they went, "Hang on, this looks like our thing, but without the sword." So, right. what do we call it when we take the sword away from it? And they said, "How about just gun?" Gun, so yeah, it's a gun. Yeah, that's pretty funny. gentlemen this is the game engine start podcast for the 16th of july 2019 my name's calm my name's you and uh, this is gonna be a bad one because i is very distracted for numerous reasons one of which is there's not many video games and, <laughs> yep uh Kinda... it's also the it's also the wimbledon final and i'm also moving house so there's a lot of other things going on that aren't video games that mean that i can't talk about video games i didn't much. know you were, i didn't know you're much of a wimbledon fan I mean, it's one of like the three things that I'll watch that is that is like sports related. There's like this, there's the Super Bowl and like the Olympics, and that's kind of it. I have a bunch of uh, people I work with that are um, cricket fans, and there's a big, and I work with like a bunch of Australians and some. Yeah, I, I, I work with a guy who is uh, native Indian, so he cares ah. a lot about the cricket. So, so but like when, when the Australian England game was playing and then England got humped and then suddenly they were talking about cricket anymore. It was all Wimbledon. <laughs> it was weird to you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's also a billion degrees in here. So yeah, it's also super hot and I don't have a lot of energy and I'm kind of hungover and yeah, oh, this nice. is going to be, okay. this is going to be a real high be, energy. <laughs> it's going to be a great one. I don't actually have a lot to say and that's probably for the best. Well, so why, don't, why don't we just go with you first then and, and see what you've got? Um, so i actually try to think of the video games i've played so few video games that i i can't actually remember what i have played yep. there's one game that i've played that's called my time at porsche i guess i can talk about that why do i know um, that name i don't know why you know that name it's a weird uh so it's like a stardew valley animal crossing harvest moon sort of game uh where you you get given a builder's workshop by your father in this okay. town called Porsche, and it's a town that is entirely built around the idea of like, oh, the builders are there to help everybody, and everybody like puts in commissions. And you have to go build stuff, but it is just like a Harvest Moon game. It's just like Stardew Valley, except it's like oh, 3D I... and all cartoony and stuff. Yeah, I remember seeing the uh, cover for this at some point. Okay, yeah, yeah, it it's 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 all it's very very cartoon esque. Um, right. And it's it's a really weird. It's cool. There's a lot of cool ideas to it. Uh, what, what's, the also that, some really what's the, what's the thing that doesn't? What's the thing that doesn't make it Stardew Valley? Uh, so it's all you because you're a builder. You have to. It's it's kind of like a really low rent. Um, 
like assembly line game okay where it's all okay it's kind of like okay it's, it's kind of like mine no there's no conveyor belts don't put Pish. it back in your pants okay like um it's, it's very minecraft you have to go out and gather supplies and materials and stuff but you then take those materials and use them in various machines to turn right. them into like pipes and saw blades and a whole bunch of other stuff that gotcha. you then use to build bigger things so like the first quest you get in the game is that they tell you that they need to build a big bridge so you have to build parts of the bridge but to build parts of the bridge you need like very specific parts that you need specific machines for right but to get those machines you need the machines before it so you can see inevitably where the gameplay loop comes in yeah yeah, yeah. that you're get- gathering stuff to build things then big build bigger things sure. um but then it still it still has the the Harvest Moon Stardew Valley effect of it. It's a town po- it's a town populated by different characters that all have different personalities. Sure, that you can go and have conversations with and have gifts with, and you can get their life story out of them. And <laughs> sure, it's just it's, I, I bought it mainly because I was in the mood for one of those games, and I didn't want to just play Stardew Valley again. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this thing's on sale. I'll check this thing out. It's pretty good. Like it's it's a cool little thing. Um, the voice acting's awful. Like, oh really? really bad it's like saturday morning cartoon level everybody's really happy and excited about everything there's no like it's it's weird though because that's that's not necessarily an insult these days because cartoons have like voice acting cartoons has got real better from our no i i what i specifically mean like proper saturday morning cartoon like old school saturday morning cartoon stuff okay um like proper kids cartoons but there are like it's it, it has a it has a fun sort of like general mechanic of the like gathering and building and whatnot which is interesting but like those characters annoy me to no end. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, there's some cool characters. There's like a there's a there's a, a girl in the game, and her adopted father is a giant bear in a, a lab coat. Uh huh. It's, okay. It's just called. I think he's just called Doctor Bear. Yep. I can't actually remember what. Or is it Doctor Papa Bear? Maybe. But that's and, that's why we call him. Yep. Yeah, and like so, I went to the fishing event, and he was there for the first time, and I'd never met him before. And I went up to him to like introduce myself and like start because I was like, obviously, I want my, the giant bear to be my best friend, of course. So I was like, went up and introduced myself, and he only communicates by going. Rawr, rawr. And I was like, I, I don't know what that means. So you like, you like talk to him, and he goes. Rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> You're like okay, sure. I don't know what like gifts to give him. Oh, or so you, whatever, so you didn't but... even get you didn't get like subtitles or no? The, the subtitles come up as "are woo are woo." Nice. Okay. You're know, like I I don't know what the hell I, I like it, but I don't know what the hell's going on here. Nice. Um, good. But there's like a whole there's a whole theme in the game of like the town is built on ruins of like an ancient destroyed civilization. And but the civilization is like more technologically advanced than what you are now. Oh, okay. so like you go in, you go into the mines, and you find like old CDs that are just defined as destroyed ancient data disks. Yeah, and so you go into the mine for the first time, you get a bunch of these data disks. You come out, and the head of the church comes up to you, right, and says, "Those data disks are dangerous. You, they, they're filled with all sorts of technologies that destroyed the world." You need to give those data disks to me, the head of the church. <laughs> okay. And in exchange, I'll give you like farming supplies or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, that's, yeah, that seems fair. It's like, yeah, you need, you need to make sure that when you find these data, like we don't mind you going into the mine and like finding the ruins and stuff, but 
If you find the data discs, you have to come and give them to the church and we'll dispose of them. That and is there is there an underlying feeling that like the church are just gonna turn on everyone at some point? I've got, I've got no idea, but I instantly went, Well, you're obviously bad, so I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. give you any of the data discs. And I went around the town and was introducing myself to people, and then there's a big uh, observatory in the ch- the town and you go in there and there's a uh, there's like women scientist researcher people that come you go to and they're like oh you found data disks if you give those data disks to us we'll actually be able to get the data off of them and oh, okay turn that into research for like new technology and whatever i was like that seems like a way better idea than giving it to the church <laughs> and having it burned yep so it's like yeah sure have all the data disks so there is a weird theme of like religion v science like there's a whole thing that okay. splits the town of like people who believe in the religion and people who don't and it's interesting there, okay. there's a thing there and i don't know what it is because i've not played like 10 billion hours of it but yeah there's, there's something there that i don't quite know what it is Fair um, enough. speaking of um things being obviously evil we were flicking through netflix last night and catching up on like all the new stuff that get added and yeah. i love i love the fact that you can now get like just on the front page is like, well, here's this like uh, Dutch procedural, and then here's this like Mexican telenovela, and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, flicking through all the trailers. You watch, you watch one Korean show, and they're like, here's all the Korean. Here's shit. all the Korean and shows. Like, was like, okay. So there was a and there was a show that appeared there. Uh, I'm gonna fuck up the pronunciation, but it's like Kakiguri, and it's like an sure. adaptation of a manga or and an anime, but it's like a uh, high school where as a side thing throughout the high school that is kind of like just turned away from by the teachers um everyone gambles like on everything oh, okay sure. and like there's a the whole structure is that like if you go into debt you'd be going to debt with like the higher up the like there's a whole hierarchy of like people who are good at it and the people who owe them money and there's like a general right. ranking table and all this kind of stuff sure. there was like a live action remake of this thing and the way they've like it's like I haven't watched a live action anime in a while, but like a lot of the shots look very similar, and like you, you know, there's a lot the, of like dramatic zooming in on people's totally. hands, and, and it's yeah, yeah, and it's even better because it's gambling. So like the opening episode is like they're gambling with chips, but they're not playing poker; they're playing like um, Janky and Pawn. But everyone has written like rock paper scissors on a card and put it in a box, and then they draw random three and then use them against it. It's very complicated. It was very cool. Sure, okay. But, but there was an obvious moment where, um, in the trail, like in the intro, like one of the like like the top ranked gamblers in the place was walking down the hallway, and there was like you know that thing where you you've watched an anime or anything like that. You're like, oh, she's evil. Like she's not just like yeah. she's not just bad. Was it was it like the first shot of her walking in the hallway and it went into slow motion? Yes, and it was uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah. And she's got like the like the twin tails and the bangs. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah yep, that yep, kind of thing. Yep, yep. Uh, I was like, oh, she's she's well, she's the bad guy, obviously in this thing. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. And then the new girl appears, who's transferred into the school, and there's a shot of her initially, and he was like, I don't trust her. I think she's a demon. Fucking turns yeah. out, end she's of first demon. episodes when she gets like. Um, she gets, uh, she loses a bunch of bets and like runs out of money and then like dumps like a million yen on the table and says, buy me back in and her eyes glow red. And you're like, oh, you are a demon. Uh, okay. okay. Sure. It's not good. V- very anime. Yeah. It's not good in any way, but it's hilarious. It's Yeah. yeah. That's then- kind of like, that's, that's kind of like my time at Porsche where there's a lot about that game where I was like, I don't think this is very good, but it is enjoyable yes like i still enjoy doing the game part of it and 
like yes. you can you can catch llamas and you can ride them around and stuff oh and there you go yeah sure there's a whole bunch of shit in that game that's really <laughs> weird yep um but yeah so there's that um and then also i've been playing a bunch of apex legends again because season two started i meant to pick yeah. that up next week yeah and yeah see how it's going so it's it's apex legends you all know what apex legends is i don't have to define yeah, that yeah, yeah. Um, so they've released season two with their new battle pass uh, and a new hero. A hero? No, legend. Uh, legend. Yes. Yes. Called Watson. Watson. Um, yeah. And it seems way better than season one because season one was uh, very disappointing in terms of what the battle pass actually yeah. was. It sounds like that was um, basically a universal complaint. They like you don't go fast enough up the. Yeah. yeah. You don't go fast enough. You don't get enough levels. Even the rewards are kind of shit. So it's not. It was. It kind of wasn't worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Season two is way better, where the rewards are a lot more consistent and uh, actually good, where they'll actually give you like more currency and like actual things that you can do to oh, like, okay. do stuff in the game. Sure, but they still give you like unique skins for guns and people, and like when you buy the battle pass, you get some like god awful skins for Gibraltar that are hilariously bad. Yeah, I was. I, I get the feeling that we've just been spoiled by Destiny about the level quality of like skins for various yeah, things no, and like it's... ornaments. Yeah, Destiny's a bit different, but yeah, it's um, but yeah, it, it's god awful in the right way where it's hilarious. But um, sure, yeah. So, what, so they, the... they did that, and they've changed it to now where it's more of a, uh, it's more like Fortnite, where there are like daily challenges and weekly challenges yeah. that you can that you have to complete to gain your battle pass levels, and that's the sort of general idea. Sure. Um, so ex- explain to me the the map differences because I know the map yeah, changed. So the, the main thing in season two is that the storyline is revolving around some mysterious person that everybody knows who it is because there was a leak. Uh, oh, right, okay. Blew up the tower at Repulsor, which was an area of the map. Yeah. That was keeping out all the animals that were kind of existing outside the arena. Yeah. So they blew up Repulsor, and then that caused the giant like leviathans, the big mm-hmm. stomping things that were in the sea before. Yeah, yeah. They've just appeared on the map and wrecked everything so whole okay. areas have been like stomped out by these leviathans and they exist on the map now so they're just there do they actually move um, about or are they just static no they're static but they can uh you can punch them enough to wake them lift their foot and like stomp down on people oh. so there's really creative ways i've seen a lot of creative kills of people doing that cool um, okay yep but yeah, so they exist, and there are also i can't remember the real name of them but everybody just calls them dragons they are like uh, like big flying pterodactyl things yep. essentially that pick up um, death boxes from around the map oh huh fly about and you can shoot them down and get the death box um, right so it's like little variances like that so like there are areas of the map there are new areas of the map like the cage the cage never existed before yep that's around about where the farm used to be yep um, and some areas have been like either changed or are completely different because the Leviathan like stomped through entire parts of the map. So like caused buildings to fall down. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so it feels it, it is legitimately different. The map is now different. So it feels like you're playing something that's different again. Sure. Good. Um, but it is, it is way better than season one was. And the new champion or the new legend is weird and really interesting. Have you had the chance uh, to play her yet? Yeah. So her, her whole deal is that she's like an electronics expert yeah and her her main ability is that she puts up like electric barricades like yes. walls essentially that if enemies go through them they get damaged and slowed and marked and stuff mm-hmm. but her ultimate is 
she puts down a big generator that's like a, a huge like Tesla coil effectively that sits and spins that gives her really, really fast like skill cooldowns. Oh okay. but also also like destroys projectiles that are coming. So like in season one, the entire thing was like if you were held up in a house, the entire fight was like people just lobbing arc stars and grenades at you yep, until you gave up. So now Watson puts down her thing and just shoots them all at the sky and nothing happens. Or oh, it's like a, cool. a Bangalore like smoke bombs you yeah, runs yeah, yeah. in or whatever and that gets destroyed as well. And that's so cool. it's like a she becomes like ultra super defensive. So what I've been doing is me and my mate have been playing and he plays Watson and I play Caustic a lot. Right. So we get to the point where we're like top four or five or whatever. And then we just pick a house and trap the shit out of it and just sit in it. Yep. Because they can't, they can't touch us. And if they want to win, they have to push in on us. Yep. So they like run through the gates and get damaged and trigger the traps, the smoke bombs and get damaged. And so it becomes this more defensive game as opposed to everybody running out and trying to kill everybody at any given moment. And it's a really um, good combo of Watson and Wraith, where um, what's the area of the map? The the kind of in the kind of inside bit with lots of little rooms. Uh, that is bunker. Bunker. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they set up. Um, oh, the death trap where yeah. people go through the portal and end up yep. in the gates because yeah, if yeah, the portal's yeah, up high that. and they fall in, it's just a bunch of like electric gates like in a grid formation where yeah. they can't get out and you just mow people down. Like the amount of people who fell through that was impressive it's yeah good, it's a good trade it's, it, it, it's been good to pick up the game's still really fun yeah they changed a whole bunch of stuff they, they've got a lot of uh new attachments and hop-ups and stuff that there's a hop-up for the, how some... like they fixed well not fixed but they they made the mozambique not useless now right it, it, it's still pretty bad but if you can get it with the hop-up it's not the worst okay it's fair enough um well the things that have changed a lot are like uh the alternator is really good now oh and... sure okay because if you get the hop up for that, it's mental. Like it's an insane, insanely good thing. Is it just like rate of fire increase or something? No, it, it does extra damage to shields. So you oh, just like you, huh. you shred people's armor and then like swap to something else and That's kill cool. them really quickly. Okay. Yeah, um, like they are gonna. They have said already that they're gonna have to tune it because it's too good. So they're they already know that it's too good. Right. But, so they're gonna they're gonna adjust um, that again. Cool. But yeah, Apex Legends still a fun game. How much they, is the pass? Eight quid. Okay. so it's sure. not that bad um a lot of fun still does, cool nice it, to see that they're actually putting some effort in does it do the thing just because i'm probably not going to buy the pass out right i want to spend some time with it first but does it do the yes, thing it's where retroactive it, yeah oh it is retroactive sweet okay yeah. cool that's i'm fine. pretty sure it is anyway don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure it is cool um but yeah that's it that's all i've been oh fair enough um yeah i was hoping that like i i pulled the trigger on a new graphics card when the yes. the supers came out and I wish I could talk about stuff that came with it but the two things that came with it are Control and Youngblood both things that are not out yet Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was kind of experimenting with different stuff I tried that uh, ray tracing so I got a 2070 RTX and I tried that ray traced Quake 2 it yep. looks like Quake 2 but darker <laughs> like that has light things that has light yeah. things and it's weird to see it's weird to see Quake 2 running at just 60 <laughs> like i'm so used to it running at like 400 frames a second at this point but no just runs at 60 it runs locked 60 locked yeah. 60 um if you get a decent enough card and uh, no the two things um i can talk about so i put some more time a lot more time into judgment which is mm. the new game from the yakuza people um yeah. i think i said briefly last time like i was only a couple hours in that it's more yakuza it is for sure more yakuza like it's yeah. it's one of those games let's not uh it's not 
It's that game it's with, with new mechanics. Different. Yeah, it's yeah. new mechanics and a different type of story, where um, you are like you're a so for people who don't know the story, you're a, a used to be a lawyer, um, and you became kind of pseudo famous for getting this guy who was accused of serial murder off. Uh, and yeah. then the serial murder. and that's that's like a big deal in japan because i think for murder like the the rate of acquittal is like 0.3 yeah, percent or something like yeah. that it's um, like nothing so you got you got him acquitted and then um like weeks later the guy was then arrested for murdering his girlfriend and burning down his house so yeah he and there's kind of there's still an indeterminate point where like you get that bit of story and then it jumps three years so there's still some time in that three years about what happened and slowly that's getting filled in as the story goes on but um three years later you're a private detective and um with some yakuza ties because of course um yeah. it's like it's still in camarocho it's right? still in like camarocho it's, it's the same yeah. nope same map um lots of the same places um but they've definitely gone they definitely have drill they've definitely gone more detailed in camarocho than even they did in like yakuza 6 because it's the same engine sure. where there's definitely stuff that's like oh okay this is a weird like basement thing that's here and then it'll open up and be like oh there's like okay like there's levels of reveals that happen in bits of camarocho that i know pretty well at this point um that they've just added to um the story's super interesting like there's a kind of main plot line about like a, a, a basically a bunch of yakuza have been turning up with their eyes gouged out and Ooh. um the the kind of opening two chapters which in yakuza terms is a tutorial um it's about you, like, a guy's, a Yakuza chief has been arrested for it and he's hired your old law firm to defend him and they ask you to go in to do some evidence gathering and you're not convinced he, you knew he didn't do it, but you're not convinced he's telling you the whole truth and there's a sure. whole thing going on there. Um, but it's definitely, it that gameplay and that kind of setting and those mechanics suit a detective game super well. Like, there's some real courtroom drama sections in it that are real good there's like the evidence gathering you stuff. said you said you were upset by the lack of people shouting objection in it's court. very yeah because like it's the first time which i assume is relatively realistic but like the way yeah. Jap- the way japanese courts are set up is different than what we would expect where whether you've seen in like like uk and american courts where there's like there's the the gallery of people watching and then there's the defense and the prosecution on the left and then the judge up, f- up the front with like the witness box at either side. In Japanese courts, it appears like there's like this, there's there's this, the gallery, and then the prosecution and defense face each other, and there's a witness box yeah, in the it, middle. It, it, I assume, yeah, I assume it's like how it's set up for uh, like Phoenix Wright and stuff like that, where it's like yeah, kind of yes, prosecution, prosecution and defense are on either side, and but then all the witnesses are in the middle. And... But seeing it in three D when they can do like really dramatic camera angles with like the prosecution sure, facing yeah, yeah. down and all that stuff, and there's like seven judges as well as the other thing I didn't get which was interesting. But um, yeah, there's some good courtroom drama stuff in there. I really like Yagami as a new main character. Um, he does it really well. He's got the right level of like, I'm too old for this shit, even though he's like 30-something, like yeah. real world weary. Um, his ex Yak is a um, kind of employee, friend, helper person. Is um, He's really good too. There's a lot of like breaking and entering to gather evidence where there's like a lockpick minigame and stuff like that, which is great fun. Um, and then it takes, I'm in chapter three at the minute, and it's taken till chapter three for the side stuff to really open up, like your side, um, uh, side missions and like side 
activities and all that kind of stuff started mm. to open up where they've streamlined some of it where like in the previous Yakuza games there would just be like you'd just be walking down the street and something would happen at least in this now there's like there's a couple of places you can go for like people who have posted jobs to uh, as a private detective so you can actually go and start stuff there and there is, oh, okay sure but there is still like stuff in the street that you'll randomly pass there's like i was gonna say is there's still like club management mini games and uh, i haven't like got to that. that bit yet i'm trying to remember what the actual mini games are so there's a lot of stuff like baseball is still there and um, there's no karaoke which is really disappointing oh no i, I saw true. i saw a, a post that was like why is there no karaoke in this game it was such a big hit in the previous ones and there's a rumor well not rumor a, a theorization that because the main character is the guy playing the main character is a like Korea, uh, like a japanese like singer like he is a he's a musician there, right? They, there would be yeah. extra fees to get him to sing. Also, maybe he's too good to do karaoke, or I don't know. There's some oh, stuff okay, there. I, I I could probably I could theorize that, that. Of like yeah. because the, the the charm of the yakuza um, was the karaoke you couldn't karaoke sing. Stuff was the karaoke was kind of shit, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. There's a whole there's a VR center in the game that hasn't opened Ooh. up yet, which I've been trying desperately okay. to get opened up, and I don't know how to yet. Um. And then there's like the the kind of mini games that are to do with the actual like investigative part of it. So like you'll get into an area that you have to investigate and it'll go first person and you like first person look around an area and like analyze all the stuff that's there and gather information and all this kind of stuff. And there's definitely like um kind of Phoenix Wright esque stuff where there's like ah the bit of evidence that will prove this and you're like, ah, there you go, because we had this yeah. conversation and all, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um and yeah, like the writing's still really good, like the the um some of the storylines are great like there's it 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 does the the yakuza thing really well of straddling that line between like serious drama and like complete batshit insane yeah. where like you do that you do this the serious kind of like courtroom stuff and then i went to do a side stuff and like these these twins hire you to fire find the person who keeps stealing the sister's pants from their thing and then yeah. you go in and you're like oh they're using a drone also you have a drone that's the other new thing yeah that was yeah and um, the 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 person's using a drone to steal pants so you set up a trap so you have to go and buy frilly pants and the guy yeah you, yeah then you set up this bait and then you watch them it, sounds, and you, it does sound very accurate yep. and then you, 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 you tail the drone with your drone and then you find the place and his name is like the guy who's doing it is like a guy called dr pants and he's like in like a lab coat of course it is yeah of course and, it is and he does and he like ha- he like pulls out multiple pants and like sniffs them and powers himself up and then becomes like a kung fu master it's it's real like it's that right That's, level of yeah. crazy um and yeah, it's real good. I, I I'm in, I'm enjoying it. It definitely like it feels ve- like it feels like it doesn't open up as quickly as you'd want it to. Like I said, like I'm starting chapter three now, and it's now feeling like stuff is starting to actually let you go. I, and also, is, um, is it so is it worth is it worth picking up? Like, I, I guess it doesn't really matter that you've not played Yakuza or whatever. No, there's there's as far as I can tell, there's zero ties. Like, it's yeah. still like the some of the fa- like it's still the Tojo family are still part of it and all this kind of stuff. But there's zero ties as far as I can see to to um, the previous games. Um, right. Like, I I would not be shocked if like Kiryu turns up at some point, but it's definitely that there's no there's no back relation there at all. Um, there's also like um, there's a 
the combat also there's combat that's exactly the same as it is in, in the extra game you could two stat you could two stances you level up and get new stuff yeah. there's, a, there's a heat meter all that well, is stuff. it not um is it not I, I heard about this is it not like the the main character isn't actually martial arts trained he just watches a bunch of martial arts movies and yeah. like copies it he said yeah. like it, uh, the only bit i've heard in the story so far is like somebody asked him like how are you so good at this and he was like i don't know i'm self-taught which may be code for yeah. i watched a bunch of movies um but um there's a there's a system now which is like the the kind of best friend system i can't remember what they actually call it but basically like a bunch of the shops and people around town like you become friends with them by doing various things like some of the shop assistants like if you buy enough stuff they'll become your friend and then the advantage of that is that one they give you side missions and also if you fight if you're in a fight near them they will get involved in your ex moves Oh, okay. So I've seen oh, like so you get so you get like a run in. Yeah, that the... basically. So like, oh, there, that's pretty cool. There's one I saw that was I haven't, I haven't been able to pull it off yet because I'm not at that level with anyone yet. But I've definitely seen the one which is like, oh, you're fighting outside the the popo, the um, the convenience store, and um, you trigger the ex move, and the person behind the counter like throws like a brick out from behind the counter into you, and then you can use that and stuff like that's that. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's, it's good. Um, I'm enjoying it. So is, it, it. is it worth playing? Like, yeah. Should I pick it up? It's a big is game. It? If you like the Yakuza games, like, it's more of that with a with a different type of story that is still very sure. well done. And very what, if, what if you're always tangentially interested in the Yakuza games but never played them? Uh, it's, it's for sure more of those games. It's definitely, like, it's not... Sure. It doesn't veer too far away from that formula. It's, if you... It's yeah. So it, it's, it is still that thing that you've heard of and that you want to totally. check out. But you but have the advantage. Not, you have but the, not six games of story. Or yeah, whatever. You, you yeah. don't need to know any of the previous games' story or anything like awesome. that. Awesome. I, I might pick that up. Though. It's the thing that's like, hey, if you were a big fan, like if you've never heard of these games, hey, if you were a big fan of Shenmue back in the day, this is Shenmue but good. Like it's that yeah. kind of thing. Um, also, they have they do the, they do the thing as well, which is kind of amazing, where they include like massive games inside so there's like the arcade mode of tekken 6 is just in here like also you, all of tekken 6 as far as i can tell like it's just all the characters cool. are there and it's just the arcade mode but um and then there's a, the weirdest fucking moment was um in yagami's um office there's a pinball table and mm. i was like and at some point like didn't seem to be related to anything but halfway through the story it was like you can now play pinball in your office i'm like okay thank you and i went over to the pinball table and hit play and the screen like immediately cut to black and then a Unity logo appeared. Oh, sure. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then the pinball started. So it feels like the pinball is like a side, like somebody's side project that they kind of like. Yeah, somebody like a, made the pinball yeah, game for judgment. Yeah. Like it's like an exact like a separate exit that started and then boots back into the main game when you're done. It's very I was strange. hoping I was hoping they would get some sort of uh like actual table as opposed to like somebody made that up it'd no, be really funny if he had like black knight 2000 or something yeah in his totally office. That like would an, be really an cool. authentic table no it's yeah just, it's real a, table i think it's just like a like a 20s um 20s detective themed table if i remember correctly. of course yeah that makes sense yeah it's good uh just is pretty good um yeah so there's that and then so i ended up down a rabbit hole and i it's never it's never a good thing so no. i was catching up on like world news and stuff and one of the people one of the things that mentioned in the news was a financial company called bear stearns and i was like oh yeah why the fuck do i know what that is you found bear stearns bravo i found bear stearns bravo again so for people who don't no, and I ended Fuck, up the, in- the intro to that thing is so good right it's brilliant so yeah. there was a 
it depends how far back in the story you want to go, but there were two things of like the mid 20, 2011, no, it was 2013 internet where there was a Twitter account called Horse Ebooks. Horse Ebooks, yeah. And there was a YouTube channel called Pronunciation Guide, I think. And these were just like, originally they were just like, Horse Ebooks was just a Twitter bot that would tweet random ebook like random yeah, yeah. chunks of ebooks about horses and pronunciation guide was this auto-generated youtube video which would teach you how to pronounce difficult to pronounce words and then at some point they converged to become a joint ad for this thing called bear stearns bravo which was an art piece which was done by an ex-creative guy from buzzfeed and i can't remember the other part of it but the whole thing and the, the core of it is it's like an 80s style fmv adventure but yeah. completely surreal and based on the 2008 financial crisis. <laughs> yeah, is, it's, it's it's all it's all crazy fucking FMV and amazing music, and the main bad guy is a a dude who has a stock exchange ticker for a head. Denton, Denton, Denton that's the CEO. Yeah. Of Bear, and that's the thing: like Bear Stearns is an actual company who yeah, did, Bear Stearns who, is a real company who yeah. were involved in some kind of conspiracy, like kind of weird, like investigation during the financial crisis. Um, and you play as a regulator um, who goes in um, with Henry, who's the other you and Henry going to kind of like try and gather enough evidence to pull to um, to to. Um, put Bear Stearns on trial for misappropriating mortgages and it just yeah. like there's no way you could describe it in a way that accurately reflects what the fuck it actually is but it's like a choose your own adventure thing it's now all powered by YouTube as well which is interesting oh is it really? Okay. yeah like all the videos have been transferred to YouTube but they're all like unlisted like don't really have titles like so you can still do the, the choose your own adventure thing it still needs flash which is wild but um yeah it's great it's so and the other thing the other thing about it is when it first appeared how do you, how do you play it these days bearsternsbravo.net it's still up it still .net. works i think it's bearsternsbravo.net or it may be hold on bear bear sternsbravo.com if you go to bear if you go to bearsternsbravo.com it is just denton's face as so a weird gif there's and a, nothing that tells you how to do it so there's a link that says you can still join bravonet and if you do that ah, okay. you sign up and then it takes you to bravonet which is like their third like social network before social networks and that's how you play it right um okay. Fair so, enough. The, so when this first started the first episode was free and the second episode was seven dollars both episodes are now free so i got to play the second episode and the second episode is just so there's like i think something along the lines of there's like 12 hours of video between those two episodes so i've not seen large chunks of it like i just took yeah the, like and it is properly like make choices and you go down paths you would not expect and all this kind of stuff um it's so it is my favorite shit where it's exceptionally dumb but very very well made and like yes. very yeah. well like written in a way that is both surreal and very funny and like but really echoes that era of fmv game with like awkward pauses and like the sections where you like the sections where you make decisions, like the point where you have to make a decision, they switch between like just like boomeranging the last five seconds of the video in a really funny way, or they've yeah. recorded like a minute and a half of these characters just idling to the point where I just sat and watched them for a while. Like, there's a great one, there's a great moment where um you have to produce some evidence to do something, and like 
and Henry goes, ah, it's cool, cause, because we discovered that, and he, like, there's just a minute and a half of Henry, like, trying to remember what the sentence is, and, like, getting it on the tip of his tongue, and then forgetting again, and it's just, it goes on for so long. It's it's great. It's, like, the whole thing is, like, an hour for both episodes. Um, and yeah. it's it's so good and has yeah just a fantastic intro song as well like just their their, their intros are uh, that's the thing that got us because i remember us finding the trailer for yeah. it and being like what the fuck is this thing yeah and like, it has amazing music on it yeah and just like the like lots of i think i found the song I yeah actually it's also it. the song's on youtube as well which is awesome but like lots of like words for stuff that already exists like you're arresting you're like you're arresting bert uh, the head of bear stearns for dollar crime and you're yeah. just like it's, it's it was a great thing i remember playing episode one and i thought it was fantastic yeah. but um yeah it was it's well worth having a look at and i just ended yeah. up i finished it and then just ended up in this rabbit hole of like where the fuck did this come from and oh yeah horse ebooks was a thing horse who, ebooks who are these people like there's a substantial cast in it as well yeah and like there's a ton of characters yeah um and then there's the there's that woman there's that woman that's like the head of bear stearns r&d that just has a flamethrower no she's she, like, she's the she's the secretary she's the first character secretary, you meet okay sure. and she's just burning documents with a flamethrower yeah <laughs> it's just like and you meet the judges and stuff and yeah, yeah it's a whole the, weird the, thing the board of uh bear stearns are like these dudes in powdered wigs and yeah oh it's it's so good it's a bizarre thing it's a really it's strange though. thing but it, i'm glad it's still up and works like it, yeah things things like this should exist like yeah. it is it is good that people who care enough to make stuff like that and it's not just stuff and it's not just like it's a video you could just archive on youtube that will never go away like it it requires interaction and it, somebody has obviously taken the time to port all the video the, obviously the people who made it have ported all the stuff to youtube rehooked it all up with the choices yeah. and all this kind of stuff yeah it's yeah it's great it's well worth well worth having a look at um there was no episode three there's a cliffhanger too but episode three was never made even though it was promised so i don't know one day maybe we'll see I don't know. Um, I, I like to think that they're still making it, but there's zero chance of that actually happening. There was so. there was a tweet from 2015, I think, about from one of the creators about like a screenshot of something. So I don't know what happened to it, but yeah, it's, yeah. Also, if you want a real look at like 2013 internet when horse ebooks was like the greatest thing ever. Go start reading some articles about the origins of this thing and where it came from, yeah. and the controversy it, it brought about. Because and... it was a, it was just a, it was just a thing that had like weird tweets, and then the tweets got it, they were still weird, but they got differently weird in a very particular way. That yeah, made everybody go, "Hang on, there's something else here." Yeah, so, so like nobody pr- sees. So like pronunciation guide at one point. So partly what happened was. I mean, the very short version of it is these two sites, Horsey Books and Pronunciation Guides, were not related in any way. Like, they were yeah. totally different, separate things. Nobody knew where either of them came from. It doesn't matter. And then at some point, the guy who was was going to do Burst Orange Bravo bought both of them from their respective owners. Right. And then okay. pulled them together in a way. So Horsey Books started tweeting stuff like, not only would it, t- it tweet nonsense, it would also tweet like, parts of the script for Bear Stearns Bravo and then Pronunciation Guide at some point just flipped to being something will happen in 77 days and it just became a countdown to oh yes that remember that yes it just became a number that ticked down until that woman had that video that was talking about Bear Stearns Bravo yeah totally Um, and there was 
it was great to watch the or read about it again and be like the reaction to people like thinking that this this fantastic bot called Horsey Books had like sold out in a weird and yeah. just like people were super pissed about that in a way that I don't understand because it was the whole thing was oh it was awesome anyway it's well worth it's well worth having a look at if you've got a spare yeah. hour um, I also finally finished watching Evangelion which has nothing to do with video games but I finished watching the series remembered we don't we we do we don't need another thing on the internet of two people talking about evangelion for sure (laughs) no but it was like i'd I'd watched the series like within the past five years but i hadn't watched the end of eva in like 12 and that is just the most surreal like what I, i like i actually got bits of it this time which i didn't originally i was like oh that's okay and that's the thing with the okay right sure um yeah that thing is wild and and yeah. i need to go back and watch the rebuild because remember what you need to changed. watch the other three endings the th- no 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 the the, the three the two uh oh, the rebuilds the one two and three rebuild and the fourth one's still not out yet and sure they add okay. new characters and oh it's great anyway we should go to break. Um, yeah. We have some music, and for the music, I'm going to do. It's very difficult to pick one, I will say, but also it's very difficult to pick one of these that also doesn't have weird spoilers in it, which is interesting. Um, so I'm just going to pick the um, one of the tracks from the Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds. God, I fucking did it. Yep. Soundtrack um, called Timber Hearth, which is the first planet you, the planet you start on. Um, there's a lot of tracks on here that are it does the thing where there's like a consistent like melody that happens through a lot of them but um yeah there's there's a don't look up the track listing let's say um but this this is called this is timber hearth from the outer wild soundtrack um check posts for links you can pick up and we'll be back with a little bit news right after this from the Outer Wilds soundtrack um, yeah I need to go finish that game at some point um, oh you're not even finished it no I'm, I'm I know roughly what I need to do but I just haven't got together and actually done it yet um, well no actually you know what the thing is like there's like I've ran out of like um, breadcrumbs to follow and it's like I, sure. need to, I need to go do there's like one planet left I really need to dig deep on and it requires a lot of brain effort that I just didn't have in the past couple of weeks. So I'm going to need to finish that sure. at some point. You should play that game. I'm interested to talk to you about I, it. It's so I'm told by literally fucking everybody. Yeah. Like, I'll, I will get around to playing it eventually. Yeah. That, was the, that was the other interesting thing that shows how weird PC gaming's become. When I got the when I got that graphics card and they give you, like, the redeem thing. Like, yeah. here's your two games. So it was Control and uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. And I got the email separately, um, which was like, here's how you redeem your games. It's like, okay, sure. And it's like, so you need to have the, the card, you have to install the card first. Like it detects that 
You're like, okay, yeah. sure. And then you boot up the GeForce experience and put in this code that they send you. And you put in that code and it gives you two other things, which is like, you're about to redeem Control and Youngblood. And you hit Control and it's like, okay, now boot up um, the Epic Launcher and put this code into the Epic Launcher. And then that'll then let you claim that on your account ready for pre-order. Okay, tick box, done. Okay, now for Youngblood, um, open up the Bethesda launcher, which I have not updated since yeah. fucking... What was the last thing I had the Epic launcher for? Uh, for the, I don't know. The Bethesda launcher for? Why do I have no that? Idea. Can't remember. Anyway, boot that up, fucking update that for the first time in a year and a half. Commit this code. Here's the thing for... The- it's crazy. Um, well, I think it's to stop all the people that like used to buy the cards for the codes and then sell the codes on and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like I mean, like, we, yeah. I've literally done that before. Um, like, I, I almost got Division for free because somebody bought a card and didn't want it. And yeah. yeah. It turns out you can't do that easily anymore, especially not with the video cards because you have to redeem it through the GeForce experience. So you need to have... Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of news, but a couple of kind of interesting side stuff. Um... Do you remember Man of Medan that got announced um, as the new game from the... Yeah, the, the, the new game from the Until Dawn people. Yes. Yeah. Um, who are called... Ah, uh, what's their name? God. Uh, Supermassive? Is that Supermassive? I can't remember. Supermassive. Yeah, Supermassive, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, so that game, that is uh, uh, one of those games that the developers have definitely been paying attention to how their previous game did and how people used it, where they've basically announced pseudo-multiplayer for that game. Um, where they have two multiplayer modes called shared story and movie night mode so movie night mode you get um this is from the um the playstation blog um in movie night mode five people can play couch co-op each player enters their name and chooses a character to play and then passes the pad whenever that character is the focus of the game oh um, you explore, that's a cool idea yeah you explore react make decisions to keep your character alive and stay in the game pass, when prompted pass the controller on and they continue with their character so it was interesting to see because like Until Dawn had like Until Dawn did really well on Twitch where people would like they would do polls to see what people would do and how they would go and all this kind of stuff so that was yeah it's cool that they're doing that and then shared story mode um, so basically uh, yeah, this one is, they're not entirely clear as to what's happening, but it looks like two people are playing it consecutively, and when, like, characters in the game split up, you see both sides happen. Ah, okay, Which sure. is kind of cool. Um, but they're kind of, they're kind of, that one they didn't go into too much detail about what it is, but I, I get the feeling that's going to come. Um, yeah, we've created, it's created some Great new design and narrative opportunities which we hope will surprise you. When you and your friends split up, you can't be sure that you'll ever see their character again. It is a horror game after all. So Yeah, yeah that's an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's a cool reflection of, like, yes, they've paid attention to how people use that game. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, there was the story that I missed originally but ended up doing some research into about the Killer Instinct achievement that didn't work. Are you familiar with this? Uh, not really, no. So there's a... So there's... A, so Killer Instinct, the Xbox and PC fighting game. Um, yeah. So there was an article... In- Interestingly enough, soundtrack by Mick Gordon. Didn't yes, know that. also that, that interesting yeah. one. Um, so there was an achievement for the Steam version of that game called... Let's get this right. Ready to Body, which was... And it was a very simple achievement. It was fight 10 matches and you should get the achievement. It was like one of the simple yeah. introduction things. 
Except the Steam version of it was broken, where it wouldn't trigger for everyone all the time, right? Um, and this Polygon article follows this one guy, Gordick was the, his username, um, trying to basically get it fixed so that he could get all 425 achievements in that game because it, sure. it was the only one he hadn't done. And there's this whole story of like him like... It really annoyed me, actually. But it was like, they put, he posted on the Steam forum, was like, hey, this achievement seems busted, and then didn't get a response, and then flagged it to the developers, and they get passed on someone, and then it disappeared, and then there was three months that went by, and then he started, like, contacting Iron Galaxy directly, who then sent him to Microsoft, then sent him back to Steam support, and all of this kind of stuff. Um, and then there's this quote, um, eventually I'd had enough, said Gordick. I'm going to Andy Def- Andy Dufresne this. Uh, I'm going to Andy, uh, yeah, I'm going to Andy Dufresne this. I'm going in the forums. I'm going to be there every day posting a new thing saying, please fix this. I'm going to be polite, but I'm not going away. Um, after continuing to post new threads, Gordick landed himself in a three-day suspension. The moderators, moderators deleted the thread. So I started making fake accounts, Gordick said. There's a process involved. He had to make a new email, sync that to his Microsoft account, then connect that to his Killer Instinct account. And he, despite these hurdles, he estimates that he made around 28 accounts um, and was just Jesus. basically f- spamming this fucking forum. And yeah. it was like, it was a, I do not condone this behavior in any way. This is a dumb fucking thing to spend your month, spend your time doing and wasting other people's time on. Um, and then like started triggering, there was a whole bunch of stuff. Go look at the Polygon article. There's a lot of stuff in there, but it was just a, this is not a, don't do this. This is a bad no, thing. No, that's it's tantamount to harassment. Exactly. Not, like, yeah. don't fuck with. Oh, anyway. Um, G two A was back in the news. Um, which it does, which it is every yeah, now. Yeah, I, I, I have, I have noticed a lot of people uh, starting to rip on G two A again. Yeah, they deserve it, but like, oh yeah, it appears to be entirely deserved as well. So, for people who don't know, G two A is G two A is a online storefront for. It's a PC storefront where you can sell. Uh, keys. I don't think it's actually just PC. Yeah. I think you can sell any keys. It's a, pl- on- a, pl- a place you can buy Steam keys for games that are of negligible legality. That is, yeah. Also, well, the thing that makes it different is they also buy keys, so you can sell yeah. your keys. Kind of what we we're saying with like the GeForce keys, right? If you have spare keys, you can sell them and get some money. Mm-hmm. So there's a well-known like thing that nobody really talks about, where that is where people who steal keys get their yep. money right it launders it launders keys basically and there's yeah. a bunch of stuff which is like if you can steal a credit card you can buy a bunch of keys sell gt and sell them to g2a before the card gets settled and the chargeback happens and there's a whole yeah it's a well-known thing that this happens and g2a have been the thorn in the side of a lot of people specifically also especially indie devs who are um because their their volume is not the same as like an activision like keys that go missing or keys that get stolen or that get like like gifted um yeah. for reviews that go away or all this kind of stuff or like are scammed out of people like they all they they're a substantial amount of money right and if g2a are just buying them and selling them off it's a bad idea to the point where a bunch of indie devs during the week um were saying like listen i would rather you pirated the game than bought it through yes, gta g2a that, yeah. because we're not going to get money either way, but at least this way, G2A maybe don't get also don't get the money, which is 
thing. Anyway, so there's this whole thing that happened during the week where they're um, they were getting hammered from from all sides from from um, basically everyone. Um, so then it took another crazy stage where um, where are we uh, today? So this is from the Kotaku article. Um, today, someone from the company tried to take control of the narrative surrounding its shady public image by sending out a, quote, transparent and, quote, unbiased pre-written article about stolen Genkies and asked various sites to publish it, quote, without being marked as sponsored or marked as association with G2A. A representative okay. of the marketplace then blamed this move on, quote, an employee without authorization and called it unacceptable. Um, so some screenshots of the email that gets sent appeared on Twitter um, from... Um, uh, Thomas Faust, who writes for IndieGames.com. Um, I'm just going to read you a, a quick um, excerpt from this email. Yeah. Um, My name is Adrian, and I represent a global digital marketplace, G2A.com. Our company is one of the biggest and most popular trading platforms in the world, a place where buyers and sellers of games and other digital and physical goods meet to make transactions. I'm contacting you because I think your website matches our interests perfectly, and we'd like to find more about publishing and advertising opportunities that you can offer. And then this this fucking thing. At the moment, we are trying to improve our brand awareness and public image. Yeah, no shit. Especially among the indie and smaller game develop among the indie and smaller game developers. Yes, yeah. Unfortunately, the majority of the public does not understand either our business model or how we try to make sure customers can safely purchase digital products. <laughs> we want to make sure we understand we do everything we can to support the gaming community and choose every possible method to ensure every side is satisfied. We have written a unbiased article about how, quote, selling stolen keys on gaming marketplaces is pretty much impossible. And we'd like to publish it on your website without no. being marked as sponsored or marked as associated with G2A in any way. No, no, no. <laughs> Can't do that. There's so many wrong things. Oh, but oh, it's, it's okay. Quote, it is a transparent and just review of the problem of the stolen keys no, you're selling. No, it's not. That's the problem. No, it's not. Below an atta- attachment. It can't be unbiased if you wrote it and you work for the company. And also don't want it published. I don't want it saying... labeled as from J2A. Yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in publishing the article, please find me the pricing and details about your options for search content population pub, uh, publication. Like, holy shit! Like, there's there's definitely a part of this that says like this is a PR company hired that do what PR yeah. companies do. They don't anticipate that this will immediately not look good and be so oh, yeah, shared yeah, yeah. everywhere. Um, and then in response, um, G287 Twitter, that the email was the work of a rogue individual within the company. Because it always is. Of course, yeah. You can't you can't just <clears> say, <throat> no, nah, we fucked up. It has to be some rogue agent that you've now fired. That... Quote, these emails were sent to an employee... Uh, sorry, um... Oh, sorry. These emails were sent by our employee without authorization, for which we apologize to Indie Games Plus and nine other media outlets he sent this proposal to. <laughs> Accidentally sent to nine, nine. others. Yeah. He will face strict consequences as this is absolutely unacceptable. Um, G2A have not directly responded for criticism for comment at this point. Yeah, just like fucking wow, like that's the solution to your problem that you're having PR problems with is like, can we send like an article we've written but don't tell anyone that we wrote it? Like, holy shit. That's incredible. Um, yeah, so it was that. And then this last one, which kind of broke um, not too long ago, actually, um, just at the weekend. So do you remember back in, not last E3, but the e- not this E3, but the E3 before, when uh, Ubisoft showed off some more um, 
Beyond Good and Evil footage. Oh, yes. Yeah, and yeah. then brought out Joseph Gordon-Levitt and was like, hey, yeah, so do you want to do... The- Sorry, this yeah, was the sure. discussion about like getting fans to put stuff in the game for no compensation and like stuff yeah. like that, right? So yeah. like, uh, uh, there's a whole go Google the phrase "no spec" and you get a bunch of yeah. this information. But basically, like they'd set up this thing with a com- with Joseph Gordon-Levitt's company called Hit Record, which was phrased as, "Hey, if you want to get your like, they wanted they specifically wanted like graffiti and ads or like poster ads yeah. for the game, and they were like, "Hey, if you want your stuff in the game, like." send it to this thing and you might win you might get some money because you'll be paid for it at the end and actually like all of the freelance people who work in the games industry immediately went uh this is called no spec work and it's a fucking bad idea because yeah. basically you're going to do a bunch of work for something without any guarantee of payment um, yep. it's done throughout the creative industries where like if you've ever seen any brand out there going like would you like to be part of the ad the next ad campaign for burger king then send us your ads and the ones we like best we'll use and it's like well the 99 percent of people who don't do it have done a bunch of work yeah, with no they, recompense yep um and then can continue to at which point like burger king paid nothing for a good ad and then they can continue to do it again and not actually hire yeah. people so ubisoft are at it again <laughs> they have announced a new one um again with hit records uh they're Requesting fan labor. F- oh, sorry. This is the official headline. From Rock- <laughs> sorry, this is the headline from That's Rock Paper Shotgun. Said, because if no. they said that, they're idiots. Yeah. So Rock Paper Shotgun headline: Ubisoft returns to requesting fan labor for Watchdog Legion. Um, they're basically doing the same thing again, but this time for music for Watchdogs. Right. Sure. Um, which is out in March next year, I think. Yeah. That's um, here's the quote from Ubisoft on their website. In fact, I might just pull up the website because I haven't seen it. Make your mark. With Watch Dogs Legion and Hit Record. From the very beginning, we've always wanted to include our fans in the community, blah, all the same stuff. Yeah. Basically. Uh, whether you're a musical composer, sorry, whether you're a musical composer, writer, singer, player, or someone with a big ideas and a lot of passion, passion is always a key word in this to avoid, mm, by the way. Yeah. Anyone? Passion's a good one. Yeah. We're super excited to hear your music composition. You can get started right away. Click below and begin collaborating with other Hit Record and Watch Dog musicians, players, as well as fans from around the world. Uh, on the Watchdog Legion production page. So basically there's a whole thing about like like if you want to just do a drum track, like just do a drum track and then somebody will take your drum track and put it to a guitar riff. Yeah, then... that's 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 kind of been the whole deal with um Hit Record as a company of like it's all like collaborative creative efforts yeah. to make a, a whole thing that they yeah. do. So, so like yeah. opinions on Hit Record on their own, like there's stuff on both sides about that, go do your thing. But yeah. when they start getting involved with a company like Ubisoft so, um, they at least this time, one have not announced it on E3 stage to get ripped apart. They've just announced it yep. quietly in like the middle of the middle of the week. Um, and yeah, people are still ripping them apart because <laughs> as soon as people found it, it was like, "Hey, you're doing it again." Because it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, will I be credited in the Watch Dogs Legion game if my art is included? Um, yes, it will be your hit record credited name will appear in the final game's end credits. Will I get paid? So here's the core part of it. Yeah. If a contribution you have uploaded to Hit Record is included in a final asset that Hit Record delivers to the Watchdogs Legion dev team, you will be paid for your contribution. And then says, "Here's Hit Record, go read their stuff." And it's like, "Well, that's different, right? Because basically it, it seems to be the same as last time where Ubisoft have basically sidelined a bunch of money to pay for yeah. this stuff, and then the quote-unquote winners will get a split of that money. Yeah. But it's also still, it's still you're not paying ninety nine percent of people for the work that they've put in. Exactly. Your, yeah. Um if you're not gonna yeah, if your stuff doesn't make it then you've 
put a bunch of work in without money and yeah so people should go um so it's and so again it is so at least they're being they're being more specific this time around where it is two thousand dollars per song right that's the payment I don't know what that is relative is to that per, I was going to say, is that like finished songs? That you is... Split that 2000 between all the people that exactly. collaborated so for the, that song? Yes, okay. the $2,000 split between the people there. And actually, like, yeah. and what Hit Record does is, like, Hit Record just says, like, figure it out yourselves, and everyone involved in that track then split it. Like, there's no, like, yeah. it's not, like, any cool five-way split or whatever it is. So, yeah. It's... Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, people should go read no go read about spec work and the no spec. Yeah. I think it says no spec dot com is the website that talks about this. It's a bad idea, and people shouldn't do it. Um, yeah, and it's a bad idea. It's it's kind of insane that Ubisoft are asking for this. But go research it because you'll you'll be able to come to your own conclusions better than I can yeah. talk about it. Um, that's kind of everything I have. I don't know if there's anything um anything we missed. Really? Um. Yeah, I think not, that's about it. No, I can think of it's been yeah. slow. Um, and speaking of slow, kind of digital tumbleweeds for a couple of weeks. There's basically yeah. nothing coming out. Um, yeah, I want to continue on with judgment and um, try and finish out Wilds because I need to know how this thing ends. Because apparently the end yeah. is spectacular. So I I'm need just to see that on Fire Emblem and Young Bloods at this point. Yeah. It's... So we're going to do. Well, young... I'm yeah. waiting on. We're going to do Young Bloods. Um, but I'm like, but I'm like. I'm like moving house and yeah, you've doing got a whole bunch, bunch of, of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and do some streaming next week as well, just to sure. test out the new card and see how it works. Um, I have an idea of what it was um, based on what's coming soon and some recent Steam developments. But sure, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, cool. So yeah, GameEngineStar.com is the website where you can find all of our podcasts, uh, videos, and articles. Will be up there. We are on youtube.com slash GameEngineStart. If you subscribe there, you'll be notified when we put new videos up. We are on Facebook and Twitter. If you search GameEngineStart, you'll find us there. Podcast at GameEngineStart.com is the email address if you want to get in touch. And that's us. We will see you in two weeks. Enjoy whatever it is you're playing, and we will see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.